everything we've done has led up to right now. Right now. Because legacy are full of legends. You can become a legend today, boys. Put your stamp on history. Put your stamp on a legacy. It is going to take all of us. All of us. Men, be not afraid. Do not be afraid to be a legend. Welcome to OPA Podcast, Episode 12, Season 2, Episode 3 of this podcast. And one, I'm one of your hosts, Jason O. It's Laurens. And Griffin. And our fourth host, Wyatt, isn't here. He has some reading and moving stuff today uh, for school. Hashtag law school. So uh, we wish him the best, but we'll talk about some things that he wanted to mention in the podcast. But today we are previewing... Game two for the Minnesota Golden Gophers versus um, the Fresno State Bulldogs coming up on September uh, the 7th. So uh, what are your guys' takes from the Fresno State-USC game that happened uh, two days ago? How do you think the game would play out if their quarterback doesn't go down? Hmm. Hmm. Mm. That's what I like to think about. Yeah, JT Daniels was slinging it. That was very Mike Leach esque. Oh, it now was. we're talking about Mike Leach. I like to hear this. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I I wasn't particularly impressed either way. But then again, USC was just a 5-7 and seven team last year. So, do I care that much? But on the same token, I found this out while watching their game. Apparently, you all saw the Purdue-Nevada game, how Purdue gave up a 17-point lead. Apparently, USC did that Four times last year. Oof. Like losing to a field goal? Like having a double-digit lead and then losing four times last year. So I'm like, oh, oh, USC, you were probably a lot better than we think you were last year, weren't you? So uh, some key stats. Um, doo, 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 doo. Their quarterback, Jorge Reyna, was their leading passer and rusher. And, and Laurent's off off the air. You mentioned he's more of a better runner than he is passer than their past quarterback, uh, McMarion, from last year. Yeah, it, it just seemed watching and to be fair, it was his first FBS game. So like, for what he was walking into, I think he did a pretty good job. He did about as good of a job against USC as Jabori Gibbs did against us. And if it's anything like last week, we're going to run into trouble if he starts running. Exactly. But I know uh, Rossi's got some QB contain up his sleeves. So, please, please do. Please. Make him make him uh, scramble and throw another pick six to Chris Williamson. That would be elite. 
or Jordan Howden. Nah, Jordan just tackles. He ain't there for interceptions. <laughs> he wants to kill people. You know what? I missed that. That's that Oh, never mind. I'm not going to say his name. But it was a certain other coach's mentality that we used to have where people killed people. That was their only goal. It was therapy on the field. I missed that. But um, Fresno State battled back because they were down 18 points going into the fourth quarter. So I th- now that we're going to Fresno, as long as we can, play safe, sound, don't go over the top uh, offense and just play safe and sound defense, we should pull out another close one with uh, the help of our man Antoine Winfield Jr. <laughs> You got to do this to me in this way, boy. I'm I'm glad you I'm glad you got the cue, Jason, because that you man know? will suck up anything in the vicinity, and it's unreal. Well, hopefully this time he doesn't jump. Wolf <laughs> <laughs> the. Because this will be the this quarterback will do the exact same thing Jabari Gibbs did if he jumps, run for fifteen more yards. The one thing I want to see is hopefully um, Rashad Cheney suits up for this game and starts playing because we need defensive line help. Their left Fresno State's left guard seems to be demolishing people like Falele did to a Georgia Tech's defense on the Quick Lane Bowl. That's offensive. So, so if we can you know, hit him in the backfield. And mm-hmm. Winston, Carter, Kamal should be back. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get Carter back, too. He was out the second half. Yeah, we'll get Carter back. Uh, we will destroy their run game and make them turn it into a passing game. Um, I'm not that confident. What this, is there any news on what exactly happened to Rashad Cheney? No. No. Well, it was just Flex's decision not to have him suit up. Oh, okay. So it was a game time decision. Yes. Okay. So there's there's a there's a chance there's a shot. All yes. right. Yep. I, yes. Good. Okay. Because our defensive line was on one hundred percent struggle, and I cannot. My mental health cannot afford to watch that struggle again. Um, so, is your foreseeable like starting lineup for that D line is uh, D ends? Yeah, Winston De La Labadier and Carter Coughlin, and interior Micah Du Treadway and Rashad Cheney. I mean, I don't think Rashad Cheney necessarily has to like start, start, and get a bulk of the snaps. But if you kind of keep him fresh with a Sazia Tomway, I think. Okay. That would be more beneficial at the moment. Um, sometimes I forget how necessary Carter Coughlin is, and then I rewatch the South Dakota State game, and I realize the complete and utter difference when he was on the field and when he wasn't on the field, because. 
when he was on the field, even though he didn't necessarily hit Jabari, Jabari was never comfortable with that pocket so long as Carter Coughlin was on the field because you knew at some point he was coming. But as soon as he was gone, it was just, eh, eh, someone might get to him. But when Carter Coughlin was on the field, you knew eventually someone would get to him. So I, I need that, the confidence to know that someone's coming after Jorge Reyna. I mean, if we do some safety blitzes as well and Antoine doesn't jump, that should also be, uh, that would be a nice. huge factor. But yep. I'm more interested to see what we do on offense because our leading rusher last year against Fresno State was Bryce Williams. Which, oh, true. You know, sometimes so, it, it makes me think, like, wow, what would that game have been like if Rodney wasn't down, if Shannon wasn't down, if Muhammad wasn't down. It really makes me wonder what that game would have been like. And this year's so different with uh, McMarion and mm-hmm. Johnson gone, but you have a good amount of their defense back. Mm-hmm. But now we also have Tanner Morgan. Rashad Bateman was just as lethal, uh, and having Rodney and Mo. So we'll see. Because these are two completely different teams, in my opinion, even though they didn't lose too much. So for this game, then, what are your, like, at least at least one from each of us? I think Lorenzo will give the bulk of it, but what is your keys to the game to win it? Turnovers. Turnover battle. Mm, they did have ball security problems. Yeah, oh. Reyna, especially. Yeah. So, I but mean... it was his first game. Yeah. So win the turnover battle. I think for me, the offensive line needs to be better so we can do better in the run blocking and pass blocking. SSU was woofda. I mean, I mean, this isn't the answer, but you could also maybe just have quicker, quicker throws and getting rid of the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh. That's. Not the answer, but that's definitely a part of it. But I just think winning the turnover battles because any any turnover you have to turn into points. And the last game we scored, I believe it was 15 points off two turnovers, so, yeah. and that literally put us past the Jackrabbits. So you're in an away stadium. You're still against a very solid uh, Mountain West team. You're in. You're playing a 9:30 game. Like that's crazy. So. Um, especially this past weekend, they've, they've been putting in work. Wyoming out here beating Missouri. Uh, Nevada obviously beating Purdue. Hawaii beating. Um, who they beat? Hawaii beat Arizona. Uh, things of that general nature. Oh, there's, there's a lot that the Mountain West did that was pretty impressive. Uh, Boise State beating Florida uh, State even though Florida State is a burning trash fire <laughs> at the moment, but still, uh, being able to beat them is still something that um, I feel is pretty impressive, especially at 
Florida State. Anyway, uh, my key to this game is uh, pretty simple, but it's very philosophical as well. Treat this game like you're going to treat the very angry, pissed-off Wisconsin team that's going to be coming to TTF Bank. Why do I say that? Because this Fresno State team lost two games last year. One of the games they lost, they got to avenge in the Mountain West Championship game where they got to beat Boise State. The only game that they did not get their revenge tour, so to speak, was us. That defensive line especially is going to be very pissed off when they play us. So I need to treat this game like you would Wisconsin when they show up to TCF at the end of the year. Because if you don't, I think they're going to be the crap out of us. But they also have to remember that coming at them is the tank slash runaway locomotive Muhammad Ibrahim. I mean... They will not experience it. Ask Georgia Georgia Tech how they felt after he hit all of them. I I mean, I asked South Dakota, they said, who? I asked South Dakota, they said, who? They said, this is is cold country in South Dakota. We We don't do no Ibrahim. But I don't, I don't know. It's if you disrespect this opponent, if you look ahead in any way, we will get Purdued. I don't want to get Purdued, but I can very much see us getting Purdued. I love, actually, that was sarcasm. I hate your uh, pessimistic views sometimes, <laughs> but I know that's you. <laughs> I'll wait till you hear these picks. All right. But I do say Tyler Johnson back uh, bounce back game over 100 yards receiving. Rodney and uh, Muhammad combined for around 160 rushing in whatever fashion. I don't care. No, I see. I see Seth Green coming back playing this game. Uh Two more touch, two touchdowns if he plays, and about uh, least, at least another thirty yards on the ground like he did last time. Are we actually gonna put him in? I Kirk? hope so. Kirk. 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 I'm like, if I see one more halfback draw in this game after the first two quarters where it doesn't work, pretty didn't he throw a touchdown? In the yeah. Fresno State game last no, year? No, he threw the two-point conversion ah. in that game where, like, literally everyone said, all the announcers kept saying, at some point he's got to throw, and then he didn't, and then he did. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, he can throw a touchdown. That would be great. The moment he shows up, they're going to load the box because they have to because he's big. So, uh, I don't know. I don't know. But then he'll see Bateman flying down the sideline behind no. the DB. No, no, no. Where is Brevin Spanford? 
I need that man to show up. Revan. Revan, where he at? Why was it's he just not... Jay Paulson for now, man. What, what? Where was Brevin Sanford in this game? We are hiding our weapons, Lorenz. We do not we want to cannot, bring out our entire we arsenal. We cannot afford to hide this weapon. This is not the. This game, I would argue, is going to be harder than Purdue. This game, I don't know. I don't know. I'm actually low key, Let's... a little scared of Illinois. Not gonna lie. Well, their running back just went down. Epstein with an injury, and he's out. Wait, Epstein well, is is not Reggie Corbin out. though. It's not Reggie Corbin. Reggie Corbin averaged twenty yards per carry against us. So I'm going. Brandon Peters put on a show. So I'm a little bit uh, a little bit concerned. Not gonna lie, a little bit. A little bit. I don't blame them though for not whipping out the full arsenal during non-conference play. Once we start to play against uh, some Big Ten teams in Game Fours, uh, we'll we'll start whipping everything out so that they can play in for. Well, as PJ say, they can scheme for ghosts. Says we don't we don't know who they don't need to know who we're gonna play that day. Oh my God! I'm sorry. Hold up. Are any of you watching? Never mind, never mind, never mind. Uh, Are we we talking Notre Dame-Louisville? Because I think we all got that on right now. I think we all have that on, and Louisville just got back that fumble. Get them, birds! Anyway. uh, Yeah, no, I don't don't know. The games that I hope that they watch to figure out how to contain Jorge, I hope they watch the South Alabama game. (laughs) That defensive coordinator figured out how to shut down Adrian Martinez, and this is basically going to be an all-these version of Adrian Martinez. So, hopefully, we can do that. All right. So, looking at huh? Ooh. Interesting. Oh, Notre Dame. Oh, did lose it? Was yeah, they Notre did. Dame got it back. Wait, what? Back to back to back fumbles. What is life right now? What the hell? This, this is, is why the, we love college football. <laughs> this is why we love week one. These sloppiest, ugliest, but pure Oh my football. god, with his own lineman. Against <laughs> big boys need to get some tackling drills going. <laughs> Wow, wow, wow. No, Notre Dame. Oh, wow. I'm I'm upset. That's why, why. Wolf, the. Can someone else from, oh, well, no one uh, prepared for Ian Book, so. Uh, All right. What no, do we want to score no predictions way. for this game? Uh, actually, I want to add something more to my uh, key t- uh, the keys to the game. I did say, you know, offensive line, you know, to help solidify the passing and running game. But that D-line, if we can't get to the quarterback, we're not going to do anything. So Carter Coughlin, Winston de la Libertier, do your thing. And the interior, do your thing. Kamal, please come back and just destroy Come on. <laughs> yeah, for me, it's the guys in the trenches, the D line and O line. Like, if they can 
control the trenches and get in there. Like it had, it doesn't have to be perfect, but just consistent enough that it keeps us in the game. We'll win it and we'll be fine. The gentleman's name was um, our D line coach, who was like Jim Papa something. Panagos. Panagos. Well, I'm I'm hoping that he showed our D line every single play from last week so that they can be uh, sufficiently shamed into doing better. All right. Uh, yeah. So score predictions. 24-17 Golden Gophers. Uh, 30-23 Fresno State. 24-21 Gophers on top. Wait, so I, I hope these predictions match what we guessed. Yeah, we all said we were winning. I, I oh, didn't. LeBron's changing his mind like the I, pessimist that he is. I I saw that game and I'm like, I can't. I can't. I'm that, is sure. not, that, is, that is not how you go in. That is not how you say That is not a good omen. Okay, whatever, fine. 30-23 Minnesota. Uh, Fresno State gives us two pick six in a row. And the last two minutes, a la Mitch Leitner, and we win because of that. And again, we really shouldn't have won, but we do. Man, I need to slap you sometimes. We deserve to win this last game. I will never get over that. That was Kent State all over again. Only at, protocol. Only at least we were in control for the entire Kent State game. We just couldn't do anything. So, uh, interesting, just randomly before we close, who you got? Colorado or the Big Ten Super Bowl champion, Nebraska? Colorado. Yeah, I'm going Buffs, baby. I'm going Nebraska because Buffalo's going to choke. Uh, then who you got? Iowa versus Iowa State. Man, I Iowa State. I really want to say Iowa State. So bad. But, Just so Iowa can lose. But. 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 Kirk's going to get it on again. Kirk, <laughs> you, you and I really should have won that game, too. That's all I'm saying. You and I fall hard. I respect them. Anyway, yeah, no, I'm going to I'm gonna take Iowa State in the upset. Oh, the score will be 6-3. to three. Iowa State. Wait, so are we doing like a Michigan State-Nebraska thing where it's just field goals? <laughs> it is just it is, no, 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 no. It will be one field goal for Iowa and three safeties for Iowa State. (laughs) Because Iowa's left tackle, Alaric Jackson, who is a certified human freak, is gone. 
So they just hit him in the end zone three times, and that's how the game ends. You're crazy, but I love it. So any Um, more hot takes? Hot takes. Michigan State's defense is still bad. Jalen Hurts is the man. Sorry, Michigan State's offense is still bad. Michigan State's defense is about as petty as I want to be in life. Fun fact, Tulsa had tweeted how they had two running backs that were going to rush for 100 yards on Michigan State. Do you know how many yards they rushed against Michigan State, Jason? I did not follow that. How much did they rush? Negative 79. Woof the. <laughs> what? That is awful. That is beautiful. That is Big Ten defense. Open your mouth again. Get smacked. So, yeah. Hopefully, you know what? We're going to be Michigan State this weekend. That's what we're going to do. We're gonna, everyone, Kenny Willikins, he's just going to come in maroon and gold. We're going to be great. All right. All right. Anything else? I'm good. I'm good. Also, Lawrence, that's the yeah. question. Um, did the Bears figure out their kicking situation yet? You know what? You need to stop. <laughs> hey, the Vikings are having issues too. I just want to know. Everything was. Everything was. Never seen a team so obsessed with making the perfect special teams unit. Do you know that Alabama drafted a five-star kicker this last year? Are you aware that they drafted, uh, rather, not drafted, they recruited a five-star kicker. I think ours was a two-star. Wait, and watch this. And they still missed their first field goal against Duke. Wolfed all the talent in the world. I believe Nick Saban sold his soul to have a ridiculous Alabama defense and a prolific offense. And the only thing he had to give up was kicking field goals and extra points. So, yes, we're going to be great. We're going to be great. We're going to be great. All right, all right, all right. Oh, and what did Wyatt predict, by the way? Uh, why it says, uh, for this game, I think victory by three. Let me double check that. That's the spread, isn't it? Yeah, three point five. Yeah, he says, well, give me Fresno by three. What was the over under? I think I think Laurent's is the only one. Three and a half over. No, the over under. Over under? Uh, I'm not sure. I believe both defenses will. I don't know, take a step back <laughs> for this game. Okay. Man, Brian right. Kelly really not trying to talk to that sideline reporter. No. No. Alright. Alright. Wrap up? Yep. All right, well, fans, thank you for joining us for this episode of Opa Podcast uh, to preview the Fresno State game. So, again, my name is Jason. I'm Griffin, and I hope to see that dub in person. I'm uh, Laurent, and I really hope that, well, we, we don't die against Fresno. That would suck. 
Well, we'll have a bye week the week after with Georgia Southern. See, you say that, and then Georgia Southern runs for 200 on us. So. Hey, their quarterback trying to, was trying to claim cocaine was bird poop. <laughs> all right. Well, I will talk to you all at some point after we inevitably almost lose to Fresno State. And... <laughs> but uh, trust me, if Colorado beats Nebraska, I will be in so much of a better If Colorado beats Nebraska, I don't even care if we lose to Fresno State. As long as, you, well, as, long as they get to shut up Nebraska. As long as, like, I will shut up my hype so long as they shut up their hype. Because it's gotten out of hand. <laughs> and with that, we end. <laughs> so we're on the boat. Skyima, go Gophers. And see you guys next time. Kent State.